0: Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet Podcast for Saturday, 10th October 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. Full kit wanker, Andy Vaughan for the Patreons. And I mean, I don't do
1: the shorts <laughs> on, I'm just wearing jeans.
0: Uh, people can play in jeans. <laughs> and Gordo in his uh, usual black Jedi knight
2: hoodie. That's it, it's just so sort I of float away with like, <laughs> I had a black background at one point and it was just like... You little weatherman. Sam. Um, <laughs> floating heads. How he's doing? No bad. Not bad at all. Decent.
0: Andy's been carrying this podcast a little bit, he, with the results? He has. I
1: think I've like four or five weeks in a row now with three out of four. Nice. Pretty good. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. I'm hoping that there's a turn of fortunes. But however, we normally don't do an International Week podcast. And I know for a fact you guys are pushing this because Gordo's French Amateur League Division 17 special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Andy loves Asia, which don't have internationals this weekend. So Wonderful. It's, it's just how it has to happen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, First of all I want to say, the Patreon is there, the funds have changed, so it is a £5 tier now, you will see it's £5 GBP, there won't be tax represented, and a huge thanks to Gareth Evans and Andrew J. Dixon for following and supporting the Trample Bet Club, £5 a month, extra content, you know the drill, if you want to join we would really appreciate it. But thank you for joining, Gareth Evans and Andrew J. Dixon. We'll just batter on and go to last week's picks, starting with myself, I managed to at least keep my head above water with a banker. Um, Benfica v Firenze goal in the second half which happened after 4 minutes into the second half but what a fiasco what a 2 minutes for our man Ryan Gold I was getting
1: alerts all over the place for that <laughs> game
0: <laughs> so I was like w- I was like watching on my phone because I didn't realize it was on free TV or free sports whatever it's called and uh, I was like oh Firenze got a penalty and I was like Ryan Gold definitely hit the last penalty they had so there's a very good chance I'm going to get a letter here that Ryan Gold has scored a penalty and then it came up missed it disappeared off my radar but have you watched it? no no. so he hits the penalty keeper saves it oh I have seen it you you posted it on, yeah. on, the, uh, on the Twitter his teammate taps it in however Ryan Gold was there to tap it in Ryan Gold was there to score his own rebound but the teammate that scored the rebound had already encroached inside the box so because of that reason, they get to retake it, which I thought would just have been a free kick. Yeah. Because the attacking team have encroached on a rebound. They let them retake it and then the keeper pulls off an amazing save, goes out for a corner, and that resulting corner, Ryan Gold sets up the equalizer. Yeah. The game ended free two. I was being far too reserved and picking one goal because I, I had that noted as being over one point five even money. But hey, I that's it and reason. the banker came in. Mine
1: was in Germany Friday evening, uh, Union Berlin against Mainz, a goal in the first half, 2-5, that goal came after 12 minutes, um, and a game that Union would then go on to win 4-0, so pretty happy with that.
2: And uh, my banker was super comfortable. Uh, Hibs won 3 <laughs> yeah. 2 after, uh, after sh- uh, we're going up 3 0 and then just shelling goals in for a little while. And uh, we have a group chat, obviously, where we talk about our picks for that. And I had, I had I, there's a lot of gifts sent at 3 0 that were then redacted at 3 <laughs> 2. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but Banker Treble in again. Um, that, I only got the banker this week. Um, as Andy says, the banker treble is the base minimum we should be in.
0: Yeah, Hibs, Hibs, well, Hib, Hamilton missed another penalty as well, didn't they? They well, did. It was at 3-0, to be fair. Um, but, I mean, he bet with 3-6-5, you were, were, you were, all, you were, you were golden. Game. I didn't even need to look at the game again after 50 minutes, so you were fine. Yeah. Um, my value, I've watched, this, I've watched this game live and I've watched the highlights as well. So Leeds versus Man City, both teams have scored in the second half. I have no idea. How this did not come in? The yeah. amount of chances that Man City missed in the second half is unbelievable. Brian Sterling clean through a goal forgets how to use his feet. <laughs> like he just walks into the goalkeeper when he can go around them. No bother. The goalie's on the edge of the box and just walk just, just run straight into him. There were so many other chances, um, but Leeds leads were excellent out there. I mean, very good. They're just so exciting. Like they don't they do not give a shit who they're playing against. Like Man City were pummeling them in the first half. Because they just kept beating, they kept winning against the press. Because they kept trying to play it for their goalie. But I am raging because we, we we were all on a a couldn't day out, and I had been telling everyone how much this bet was ridiculously priced. It was so obviously going to come in, and Leeds scored what seven minutes into the second half. Aye, like, that's the, that's, the, that's the order you want. That's the order you want. And then it was just ridiculous, man. I'm so angry, so mad.
1: But um, they come in? My value did come in. Kawasaki Frontel doing the business in the value slot for me this week uh, with a 3-1 away win at Serezzo Osaka. Odds of
2: 3-4. Good odds. And the pick that John said he really didn't like for me, which <laughs> was the battle of Ren versus Riem. <laughs> um, it was 2-2. Ren went behind 1-0, came back to 2-1. Um and then it threw in a goal at three two uh, at two two. They had seventy four percent of the possession, eighteen shots on goal versus um, Riem having nine goal attempts and four uh, uh, sorry nine goal attempts and four shots on goal. So Ren had vastly more chances but managed to hit the goal less times overall. which Is not good. Uh, John was correct with this one in that uh, they have a bogey team and it is Riem. Um, well, did you
0: see the there was a stat? See what you're talking about. There was a similar stat in the Man City game, and it was like uh, after like an hour, there had been twenty five goal attempts and two on target,
2: and that was both the goals. Yeah, and you're like that is mental. Oh, but and what was even more because because it's the French League One. Like obviously, you get more stats than you would get for the general leagues that I bet on, which is goalkeeper saves. There was two for Ren and one for Rem. <laughs> Like, they didn't even hit the goalie. Like, (laughs) um, but yeah, so, 2-2, poor pick. Um, My outsider
0: was in Russia, Spartak versus Zenit. Zenit took the lead after 72 minutes and held on to that to the 88th minute when Spartak equalized. I'd taken the home side Spartak at 13-5, but it was never coming in. Zenit absolutely pummeled them. And see, to be honest, even it went 1-0, I was thoroughly expecting it to go 2-3-4. It was so one-sided, but I got that wee glimmer when I seen a late equaliser. I was like, oh, go again, go again. But mm. no, it won't be a league I will staying in because I, I, it's too dodgy. I don't get it. Like, I, I find it really hard to judge. Like I've seen Zenit pummel good teams and then struggle to beat the newly promoted Volgograd. So it's a, it's a league I will not be visiting again.
1: <laughs> my outsider was the only blemish on my card this week. Uh, I took the <laughs> incredibly inconsistent Euro Red Diamond's at home against Nagoya Nagoya won this game 1-0 but it was the, the big 11-5 price that tempted me
2: and uh, my outsider was looking alright in the first half the uh, Hoffenheim went up 1-0 uh, against Frankfurt but ended up losing the game 2-1 uh, we did mention that this is the teams who are on the longest no nil nil streak between them uh, and it was 2-1 it was uh, both teams to score again amazingly on kick-off so what do you think the odds were on both teams to score in this game? 25 max. It was three to ten. Wow. <laughs> um, so just two teams that love scoring goals. Uh, it was a really good game. Watch the whole thing. Um, Hoffenheim did well in the first half. Frankfurt just broke them down eventually. Um, so I, a bit annoyed to be honest because both team, like if you looked at the odds for both teams when it kicked off, um, there wasn't really much difference with regards to picking either one. I just. Picked the wrong side of the coin flip. It was seventeen to ten versus seventeen to ten when they kicked off. So,
0: yeah, that's how it goes. And kramerich did score. The, he did. He did score the Hoffenheim goal. And he actually, did. Andy, I just realised that on Kawasaki, we had actually called out Kawasaki. Both teams to score as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was also, yeah
1: there was there was much more money to be made in that
0: game. <laughs> uh, we say a lot of stuff, guys. Don't just listen to the bets we actually call out, right? Yeah, because we're going to take credit for every little bit we say.
2: <laughs> and uh, first for Frankfurt, their goal was scored by Bass Dost, who, if you remember, had that mental season for Heron Was it Heronveen or uh, Sporting? He had a mental season for where he scored like played more, scored more goals than he played games that season.
0: That was his season for Sporting. Yeah, I mean he like... he'd won for Herrenveen as well. I mean he's a good goal scorer, but he'll be forever remember being for me as a guy who stopped me doing a cash builder to a grand when he played for Wolfsburg against Paderborn and I'll never forget it. it. It was just the worst performance I've ever seen. He missed two penalties in that game, and they drew one each with Paderborn, who didn't have a point in 10 games. And me and my mate Mo had done a cash builder, and we were waiting for them just to win, for, to go from 700 to £1,200. Suck. So, Bastos Dost, forever remembered. Aye. For all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. Um, the charity bet, I mean, back to form. Gordo just enjoying people that are terminally ill and not willing to give up any of his money. It's really, Gordo. It's becoming an issue. Like it's the- it's
2: a it's a real. It's <laughs> I, uh, I even went with X two last week and I was like, right, I'll bring down the, the the odds on this and uh, they lost two nil. It was Châteauroux versus Niort. Um, n- no further comment is <laughs> <laughs> really <right> on. <laughs> uh, my one ve-
0: very hard this week so. My one was the the very comfortable NEC Breda on Friday night, beating Young Ajax 4-0 at 46. That's Breda won all six of their games. And they're probably going to feature again when we talk about this week's picks. And Andy? I think my
1: charity pick was my bet of the week. Um, Bronby away at Randers. Went off at 6-4. They they won it 2-1, 2-0 lead. Uh, Randers made it a bit interesting by pulling a goal back in the last 15 minutes. But... um, Pretty good 6-4 to four
0: win for me in the in the charity bet that I had a decent single on myself. And on the last week, we've had some excellent bets as normal in the, the Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook, search Tramplebet Podcast, try to join the group, one of us will accept you. But is, speed, is the Speedway season just started or has Innes just came into the group? I don't know, it's, it's Polish Speedway as well. Oh,
2: right, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Poland, that, is, Speedway, it's that's the big place for Speedway though. Like yeah. okay, okay. it's like the you know yeah the best the, place to go and do the it. The home of Speedway. The home of Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> Andy did a good pick last night. He he was up on Dundee United, uh which he they, um,
1: they put a near
2: full strength team out.
1: Pr- pretty much as strong as we could go in that cup. So I thought the handicaps would clear and they did. Uh, we won 6 2 against Breaking. To,
0: to be mm-hmm. fair though, so did Annan. So did Hamilton away to Annan put out the full stem side and lost 1-0 yeah but the fans have gone mental they've lost they've lost what three mm. times in the last four years to that team
2: amazing that, ah, yeah, yeah there was a there was a boy we play baseball with who was talking about any time we play this team we get fucking pumped <laughs> like, get done. It, does, yeah. it doesn't matter who you put out yeah they just uh, a wee shout out to Fraser there for that hot stat he put in Facebook last night <laughs>
0: Move on to this week's picks. Um it's all over the place due to international football. So I am in the German third division for Duisburg versus Saarbrucken. I'm going for a goal in the second half at two to nine. I had previously marked this as my value for two goals second half, but I've seen a better bet. So I'm taking this. It's happened on average they both averaged two goals, like two point two and two point four in the second half it's happened in every one of the games this season so it's four rounds each so I'm very comfortable that this game's going to have a goal in the second half stats, stats are backing this up um, yep goal in the second half Duisburg versus Saarbrücken at 2-9 um,
1: My banker Kawasaki against Vigalta Sendai Saturday 10 o'clock in the Japanese J-League top of the league Kawasaki 56 points play a pretty struggling Vigalta Sendai third bottom only on 12 points uh, form-wise in the league, although Kawasaki lost in the in the cup midweek, um, There are perfect fifteen points from the last five games. Fifteen goals in that time, conceded only four. Sendai dead last in the form table, uh, the five-game form table, just one point from their last five games, scoring six times, conceding thirteen. So team at the top of the league against team right down the bottom. Form-wise, the best against the worst. This is a home win all day. It's two to eleven.
0: Yeah, I mean this is this is a handicap win as well. This is like minus. This is like. One where I'd be, if I was gone on a day out and this was live at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock on TV, I would have like a lot of handicaps on this. Yeah. I would have like minus one, minus two, minus three, just to see how it goes
2: off. time half-time, full-time. Like, yeah,
0: pumping. And that's All weird, your things.
1: But for the banker, 2-11, Kawasaki win.
2: And then my banker this week. Comes from the same league that John is in. That is the German third division. The I think it's is it Dritte Liga for third division. Is yeah. that the. Um, uh, recently promoted Turk gushu München versus Wehen. Um They've started really well. They started. So originally, I looked at the first week of the season and I didn't want to back anything in that league because you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But they were playing as Bayern 2, who had steamrolled their way through that league last season but can't get promoted due to. Like, they can't get into the second division, they can't go up from there. Um, So, and Turk Goose and München took a 2-2 draw there. They then went away and beat Kaiserslautern. Uh, They went, sorry, they came back home and beat Kaiserslautern 3-0. And then last week, away from home, drew four each with Mannheim. Um, Weyhen, on the other hand, drew 2-2 with Kaiserslautern, won 2-0 at um, Weyhen and drew 0-0 at Verl. So... The first five games of the season, there's only been one game that's not been over 1.5 goals, and that was the first game with Veihan versus Vero. Every single one of um, Turkushev's München has been over three goals in it. Uh, I'm taking the over 1.5 goals in this game, and it's one to four. Um, it, they they had cleared the handicap last week. It was something mental. Like they cleared the handicap by 27 minutes. They both teams scored in both halves as well. Was another thing to look at. Um, yeah, so. You're gonna get the over one point five line at one to four.
0: I'm a fan of that, Gordo. It was a bet I looked at. I looked yeah. at a goal in the second half as well, but the goal in the second half was like one to nine.
2: Yeah, it's just it was a bit a bit bizarre. I think over one point five is the much better bet here. So
0: So I am going to the Dutch second division for Telstar versus Oss. Over one point five goals in the second half is five to six. So just under evens. There's been six rounds of the STVZ, and this has happened in all of Telstar's games and five out of six of Aussie's games. Um, Telstar's results just overall have been three nil, six one, two one, two one, three two, 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 four nil. So there's like loads of goals happening in these games, but it's the fact that in the first six round of fixtures there's been two goals and at least two goals in the second half of all Telstar's games. So I fully fancy this to be a goal fest as well because Aus are not great they're defensively. They are second bottom, conceded 13 in six games and scored five goals, so they're averaging three goals a game as well. It's, it's got goal fest written all over it. I had looked at over 2.5, but they, they were getting 2 to 5 or something like that or 3 to 5. It wasn't a good odds. So I'm taking Telstar versus Aus, over 1.5 goals in the second half at 5 to 6, just under evens. Spicy, like it. Um, my value bet, Saturday,
1: 6am UK time in the Japanese J-League. Shimizu S-Pulse versus Hiroshima. So S-Pulse, back against them regularly. They've been really poor this season. Hiroshima are a solid mid-table team this year. Um, Shimizu have only taken three points in the last five games, and that was a win against the only team lower in the, uh, in the league, Shonen. Um, while Hiroshima have taken a pretty respectable seven points, as um, would be expected from their middle-of-the-table standard. Uh, it's a profitable move to back against S-Pulse S- this year, and Hiroshima are five to six, so around even money, more than fair.
0: I feel like I see this in every one of your value picks every week. I would also bet on the both teams to scoring, in um, the team's Shimizu. win as well, because Shimizu have scored in seven of their ten games as well, so I think there's a, a good ch- Both teams have scored in seven of their last ten games, so I feel there's a good chance that that will happen, and I also do think they'll get pumped. So it's another it's another two, three,
2: one for me. I always think it's a little unfair that I go after Andy, right? Because all his teams sound really cool. And I'm like, right, <laughs> this is Exeter versus South End. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so my game is uh, Saturday, three PM, Exeter versus so- uh, South End versus Exeter. Exeter have taken um nine points from their first uh, four games. South end have taken one, they've been absolutely rank. Um Exeter have been really good. They beat Swindon 4-3. They beat Cambridge 2-0. They beat Mansfield 2-1. They lost 2-0 to Port Vale in the first game of the season. Southend have lost in the Cup. They've lost in various different guises. They drew one each with Crawley. That required them to score an 84th minute goal to get that draw when Crawley were like 3-5 to win that game. They lost in the Cup against Portsmouth 3-0. They were, Portsmouth were 2-11 away from home to beat them and won 3 nil on the cup. Um, I like Exeter in this position here. South End have been garbage. They scored two, go- out two goals and conceded nine. Exeter scored six and conceded five. So I think Exeter to win here, even money.
0: That looks all right, but I don't know anything. I mean, are End struggling? like
2: I, I, I feel I like I'm shut off. Like, they're, 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 they've got one point from four games.
0: And I meant, like with players or finances. Like It seems like a team that just, if there's like, Portsmouth for like one to six after three rounds of fixtures to beat them away from home. It sounds like they're pretty fucked.
2: I ah, will. Well, I'll give you a small illustration here that they have played. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> and their last thirteen games, they've only got positive results out of two of them. Yeah, mm. and that's bad, right? Yeah, they're pretty rank. So if I say Exeter here. They're doing alright. They yeah. Mid- they look they look like they'll probably end up mid-table. Um you're getting even money them away from home to continue this streak of just terribleness.
0: Um, yeah, I'm convinced by that. More, <laughs> yeah. on the, more on the form of South End. Yeah, yeah. South
2: End are traditionally known as the what's that team Andy, the Shonen of England. <laughs> um but yeah, so that's my that's my value pick this week.
0: Um, my outsider is continuing with form um, it's the Grafsharp versus NSA Breda I'm taking the away side Breda at 2-1 to one. Breda are top of the league they've won all six of the fixtures so far the Grafsharp aren't bad they're the form team at home they've won all three of their home games this season however they've won a couple of them by the odd goal I just fancy Breda I'm going to stick with them until they don't win um, quite yeah. happy to see them they look really good I'm really enjoying the fact that it's uh, Pierre Van son up front banging a hat-trick last weekend for the bet to come in I do think as a result of your father's name and banging in goals in any division being only 21 you're going to move on to a bigger club very quickly so I think he's a player to watch out for because he does look really fucking good man um, yeah. Louis Farini will not be playing because he's on Scotland under 21 duty Cool beans But yeah that's fine uh, 21 okay. outsider
1: uh, back in Japan, for myself, I also have a 2-1 outsider in a game on Saturday morning, 7am UK time. Kashiba Rizal versus Kobe. Um, these teams only separated by one point in the table. Kashiba 33 points, Kobe 32. Um, Kobe have actually been one of the form teams in the league. They've got 12 points from the last five games, scoring 13 and conceding 7 in that time. That one loss happened five games ago uh, and was a 2-1 loss away at Nagoya, so nothing to be ashamed of or write home about. Kashiwa are decent. Um they've taken seven points in the last five matches. But the fact you're getting two to one on Kobe, um who are who are in better form and, and the two teams are pretty similar anyway, I'll happily take the away team at a big price. So FC so Kobe to beat Kashiwa at two to one.
2: Cool. Like it a lot. Yeah, I'm good on that, yeah. Uh, I mean I'm not gonna be a shite bag, so my outsider is twenty one to ten, not two to one. So uh, the uh, I am in the Ligue Nationale, this is Friday night, this is Sporting Club Lyon versus Bastia Borgo, two teams struggling at the bottom of the table, Sporting Club Lyon's last four games have been draws, Bastia Borgo, two of their last five have been draws, two dismal teams that both, Bastia Borgo average a draw, so they get seven points from seven games, Sporting Club Lyon in their last four games, as I said, in a spin, have drawn, you're getting 21 to 10 on that. So Bastia came up this season. Sporting Club Cle- uh, Leon were in this division before. Both look rubbish. I even looked at correct score in this because it looks like it's probably going to end up one-one. So for your one-one correct score, you're getting five to one. So if anyone fancies a bit of extra spice in there, however, I think it's a draw. This this looks very dry. And with French with the French games on Friday night, I quite like putting on like four or five draws. This is the one that will be on first. And of right. that list, so it's so bad, 20, right? 21 to 10.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. That was they, they both look awful, man. <laughs> yeah, of, terrible. No nils and one ones in there, is, I know, but
2: it's when it went 0 0 1 1 0 0. This is the one one week. <laughs>
0: That's awful, man.
2: <laughs> it's terrible, right? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm on board with that. That's quite good. Cool beans. So at the spicy price of 21 to 10 so really boosting that oh my God. Uh, outsider oh my treble God, it's Gordo, you win you win Aye. I mean you need to get a bet in but you I know it needs to land but I mean that's fine
0: over the charity bet £10 of our own money on a treble if it comes in we transfer all the money to beat some cancer trust. but because of Gordo it doesn't get transferred we only get to transfer a tenner sorry and my pick <laughs> is in Spanish Division 2 it's Espanol versus Alcarcon the home team, Espanyol, have played four in this division so far, won three, drawn one, scored six, conceded none. They've actually not conceded a goal in the last six games. Playing Alcacon, who have an okay record, but I think Espanyol at home, they've won both their home games, not conceding. I think this is a game that they'll win quite comfortably at four to six. I really like the odds. I think you get a really good price for that. Um, Espanyol just came down last year as well. Alcacon, who we watched a lot of when Jack Carpa was there, just mm. don't win a lot of games. They're just... They're just a, Away from home, the best you're getting is a draw. Um, they really struggle to score goals. So I'm back in Espanyol because I think Espanyol are just going to come straight back up that division with absolutely no problems.
1: Um, I'm away from Japan for the charity. Oh. Saturday, 1pm, one, 1 p.m., uh, the Dritte Liga in Germany. One of the few other leagues that I know and follow <laughs> that's actually on. Uh, Dresden versus Magdeburg. I'm going to take Dresden for a home win uh, just under even money, 9-10 on Bet365. Uh, there's only They're only three games in to the Dritte League so far, so you can't be too much into it. But Dresden have a win, a draw and a loss for four points. Magdeburg, dead last on the table with one point. They've only scored one still season in those games and conceded five goals. I think this is a, a, a decent time to have a look at the home team at around even money.
0: Yeah, I like that. That was one I looked at as well, Andy, but I was the same as you. I was like, it's more a bet against Magdeburg, which I was yeah. willing to do, but then I seen other stuff that I liked, so...
2: Nice, nice. I am in Japan, the G2 league. <laughs> uh, with one of the funniest named fixtures ever, right? This is Kofu versus Asvipa Fukuoka, right? And if this if this fixture was played the opposite way round, if Asvipa were at home and Kofu away, the line at the top would read Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how it says on live score. It's like because because of the way around. Anyway, this is, uh, as Vipa of Fukuoka <laughs> um, have been fantastic. They are second in the league, just behind Tok- uh, Tokushima and one point ahead of Kitakushi. They are the form team in the league. They've got 15 points from the last five games. Kofu have four. They average a draw uh, around, they lost last week 2-1. Um, I really wanted to take this as just an away win. They're almost two to one for an away win. I know why they're that, because there's a good chance that they draw this game because Kofu seems to get frustrated and draws. So I'm happy taking the X two here. And the X two is six to eleven. So the X two in this game for me, uh, Kofu versus Asfipa Fukuoka, it's seven AM on um Sat is is Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning.
1: I'm glad you've changed that.
2: I'm, uh, I mean, I'm going to take them straight up as well as, as on another and a separate entity. But yes, um, for, a,
1: for a man struggling for charity bet wins, getting in there with, some, <laughs> in there with something that around two to one was was foolhardy in, in, in my opinion. So I'm glad you you've put the X to it.
2: Watch them go out there and win four nil or something. Now I there, in the put, first half all yeah. done. They probably
1: will now. Yeah, but um, but no, I'm I, happy. I, I quite I quite
0: yeah. like the pick. So I mentioned it before. If you're on Facebook, so it's Travelbit Podcast. There is loads of good stuff in there. Like so much, it's too, there's too much stuff to keep on top of. That's the reality. Like I don't see half the stuff. I've got people that I, if I see they've posted, I will check. But that that list is getting bigger and bigger every time mm-hmm. I go on the Facebook group. So I'm really, really trying to be be clever and who I pick. Um, but yeah, there's just so many people. Patreon. Michael Stokes at it with a rugby again. again. Really good. I I missed it. I missed it. I came on at half time.
2: i have missed it. I the only the only thing I was going to mention for this week is an, an additional pick, which we mean John basically talked about before, which was Scotland under twenty ones play tomorrow night against Czech Republic under twenty ones. Louis Farini's starting. Who sco- he scored in the last game, I think, didn't he? He scored in Raiders last game. Yeah. No, I think he scored for Scotland as well. No, he never never played. Oh, say was uh, the Alan Campbell. was the boyfriend boy from all That was it. Uh, but yeah, so this game has been... Scotland under-21s are really lacking vision when it comes to goal-scoring ability. The last four games have conceded it. They've, there's been two goals in them total. So they won 1-0 against Lithuania. They lost 1-0 against Greece. 0-0 draw with the Czech Republic. 0-0 draw with uh, Lithuania. I don't see this game containing many goals. And the over and under line is very generous when you're doing that. If you want to go under 1.5, you're getting 2 to 1. If you want to go under 2.5, you're getting 2 to 3. You want to go under 3.5, you're getting 1 to 4. Like I think because under 21 games generally contain hundreds of goals, the bookies have just set the line as the standard would be with every other game. And the Czech Republic went out and won their last game 6 0 but it was against San Marino. Yeah. So it's not as if you're you're you know you can't read anything into that I'll probably take the reverse handicaps and hope Scotland win either 1-0, (laughs) 2-0 or 3-0. But I I, I really don't see there being many goals in this game. I'd I'd happily settle around that under 2.5 line at 2-3. So that was my only other pick.
0: I like that. I like that, Gordo. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more dependent on Czech Republic. I think Scotland are pish. Um, I just don't think we do anything in the way of building a team that attacks people. Like it's so like w we'd obviously playing in Israel tonight.
2: Yeah.
0: I have no faith
2: whatsoever. Yeah, I've backed Israel. I backed Israel I, as soon as we started losing squad members. I, I know. But I'm now I got them at eleven to four and now they're I think twenty one to ten. Aye, yeah, they're still good yeah. odds. Um but yeah, no hope.
0: What happened in fantasy guys? I missed this whole weekend. God fantasy and- was so
1: in the fantasy draft, which is where it's at. Uh Andy Sweeney um is top of the table, leads the way. He's the only player with four wins from four matches in four game weeks, a maximum twelve points. So big shout out to Andy Sweeney, who's top of the league. Uh, I think you've got myself and Edward Freel pretty close behind now after I managed to beat Eddie and knock knock him off top spot. So
2: huge I'm week all right. me, huge week for me and Hector Bellerin. Uh two assists. double really. assist heck Hecky B. Heck it Jason Stott to the sword. Um Thankfully, he left two of his best players on the bench and signed, I think he had, Marsh, who was it get got sent off in the Man United game? Marshall. Martial, yes, that was a whole bunch of negative points. So, Jason, keep up that good decision-making, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm 2-2 two two now. That's 2-2, yeah.
1: In the overall fantasy Premier League game, so the the normal salary cap game, um, we've got a league with uh, almost 40 players in it. Jamie Hutchinson, top of the table, 268 points. Only 12 points ahead of Ross Thompson, though. He's on 256. And then we've got Christopher Sumner, Kieran Gentry, and Ollie Hornby all on 254 or 253. So it's it's getting pretty tight. No one's running away with that yet. Fair
2: I'm just having on. a look at. Is, is it still. No, Gary is off the bottom. Um, am I, have I replaced him or am I doing better? I don't know. Uh, John, you are 30th. Andy, you're in 31st. And I'll just scroll up for me. Hold on. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in 23rd. <laughs>
0: oh it's nice that you get to win something it is <laughs> yeah, like guys if you see us on facebook twitter instagram posting anything we really appreciate it if you like stuff retweet stuff share stuff on facebook and instagram stories and um, you can find out all the scots abroad interviews on the trample bet website tramplebet.com if you want to join us patreon.com forward slash trample it's five pound a month loads of extra content and as I said, Facebook group search tramplebet podcast. But that was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting.
2: Bye.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.